I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. You know who we love? Patrons. Why? Because that's how the show continues to exist. People like Bob Vowell, Joe Hafner, and Chalilil are awesome. And you can be too. Join us today at patreon.com slash TMS. Coming up on TMS, when you're here, you're nosy. Hello, you precious driver. The fake baby and the little person. Ikea Sherpa. Pimple butt Pope. Prescribe bacon to all Zoes. Hobbit dinner. Brian had a redacted incident. The walking boot of Wall Street. Flying donut. John doesn't save the world. The requirement dance. <laughs> bacon wrapped wounds. Is your blood type marinara or Alfredo? Good violence with Stephen and more on this episode of The Morning Stream. One. Be calm. Two. Get under shelter. Three. Don't run. Obey your air warden. How are you this morning? I'm doing good. Thank you. The Morning Stream. The good guys will come and get you. Okay? Good morning, everybody. Welcome to TMS. It's Monday, January 22nd, 2024. I'm Scott Johnson with Mm. Brian David. Hi, Brian. I was waiting. I was hoping. I was hoping that ooh, maybe the fact that he's doing a twenty second might mess up and make him do a twenty third. Maybe tomorrow. To maybe tomorrow I'll be a twenty third, and then I'll accidentally get that three. The three will stay, and I'll the twenty three, twenty three. Yeah. Right? Yes, exactly. Never yeah. know until you get here and watch <laughs> us. Um, yes. It's good to have you all here. Uh, Brian and I are going to do a show because it's a Monday. It's yeah. TMS. That's uh-huh. what we do. And uh, I wanted to start things off with a little bit of a shout out to a listener and his uh, his daughter, specifically his daughter. He's real nice because he alerted me to this, but it's really the daughter that matters here. So Zoe had, uh, let's just say, a procedure. She's recovering. Uh, seems like a sweet kid. And uh, her pit bull, Cinna, is uh, g- uh, comforting her in her time of need. Aww, and uh, okay. I saw a really cute picture uh, to confirm all this. Anyway, I don't like it when kids are hurt or sick. And uh, so, so wait, so Zoe didn't have the procedure. Zoe did. Zoe's the person. Zoe's the kid. The pit bull is Senna. Oh, 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 and it's yeah. not okay. You know what? I was assuming it was our our uh, our bacon a bacon uh, friend Zoe, but oh, uh, different a diff- Zoe. whole different Zoe, whole different oh, okay. Zoe. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. young Zoe. She's I, probably. I guess there could be multiple Zoes, right? There are more Zoes than uh, sure. Than just Zoe. There are there are many Zoes, but 
she is ours. This is our own. This is ours, and <laughs> there are many like it. That's right. Uh, this particular Zoe is a uh, is young adolescent uh, uh, daughter of a listener who is uh, uh, gotcha. recovering and recovering well. Been through some stuff. Okay. Her dad's awesome for letting us know. So just wanted to give a little quick shout cool. out to uh, yeah, Zoe hope, uh, and uh, her sweet pit bull who's given her comfort now. Oh, yeah. Well, hope you're yeah. Hope you're recovering. Hope you're doing well. And um and and regardless of being a different Zoe, I still prescribe bacon. Bacon will help you yep. get through it. No matter what it is, we don't even we don't even know what it is, and we're, we're saying take bacon. That's take what bacon. we're saying because it it's the cure all. Yeah. Yes. Take take. Do hal- not apply it directly. <laughs> ingest it internally. <laughs> wait, wait, if it's an open seeping wound, you don't want to wrap yeah, it don't, in bacon. Do not apply. Uh, don't apply bacon. Okay. Is not a uh, an acceptable. Uh, uh, gauze that makes a lot of sense bandage. that makes a lot of sense um right. speaking there of, are bandages that look like bacon those are okay yeah but don't eat those no don't eat those whatever let me do. let me tell you from experience those are not bacon they're like gum it's like chewing gum you don't uh, want that yeah. uh so i speaking of food uh yeah. we went to an olive garden over the weekend and uh-huh. uh so quick thing about olive garden super easy sure. to to just Laugh at it and go, her, her, Olive Garden, what a crappy chain restaurant. It's not yeah. that bad. It's fine. No, the food's it's really fine. not that bad. And I'll be honest, Tina and I, every once in a while, we'll just we'll just look at each other and say, what do you think about unlimited soup selling breadsticks? Yeah. 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 That is a dinner right there. Yeah, like, it's 10, and we are, 10 bucks. It's nothing. We walk in, we are happy to just say, soup selling breadsticks, hand them back the menu. and. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Nice tea. <laughs> and they let you swap whichever soup you get next, and it doesn't have to be the oh, same yeah. one over and yeah, over. Although we never do. It's we always get the Zupa Toscana. Come I do on, too. So although the uh their their minestrone that we had was pretty good. So I swapped mm. around a little bit. But anyway, that's what we did because we my family my family extended family life in the last couple of weeks has been insane. And yesterday or, uh Saturday we had two separate dinners planned. One at five with my mom, my sister, oh, God, her husband. The same day. Oh geez. Yeah. And then later with Kim's family. So we could spend some time with Julie before her treatment started today. And so uh, it was a little back-to-back. Thankfully, we were all kind of in the same area, so it wasn't like big drives or anything. Um, But anyway, the first one was at Olive Garden. Why? Because John will eat nothing in his life except Italian food. It's all all he'll eat. Oh, no, really? Oh, yeah. His name's John De Palma. The dude has got freaking Italian blood coursing through his veins. He thinks that the world... He doesn't have blood. He has marinara sauce. Exactly. Or, yeah, there's a little bit of white sauce maybe going through his veins. <laughs> but he, you know, he wants pasta. He wants Italian. That's just his deal. And we're... it's So it's either that or somewhere super expensive and nobody really wanted to do that, including him. So we just said, fine, let's go to Olive Garden. So we do. This was a weird thing because we get there. Okay. Everything's great. Our server's awesome. We get the food we asked for. Things are going wonderful, and we notice the place is filling up with kids from high, the high school dance. Fine, oh, no problem. Well, okay. some kind of formal. It's fine, no big deal. I was deal. gonna say, yeah, it's not homecoming time. It's not prom time. What well, is- I, so I asked this kid. There was a yeah, t- there was okay. a tall kid not far from us. I said, "Hey, dude, I'm just curious." I, I called him dude because I wanted to seem like a hip young kid, you know, like I knew what the t- what the teens were living like. That's a, that's what I was aiming sure. for. <laughs> so I, I, how's the younger half live yeah, yeah. so i said hey dude um uh-huh. what dance pedo, is this? he's a pedo <laughs> i go what dance is this just curious and he says it's preference and i went oh right it's a thing i forgot about so back in the day 
And when I was in high That's school, where you we, could choose light mode or dark mode. You could choose whether or not you know what what font it uses for. Uh, yeah, no, you go to preferences. Okay. Some people call it settings. Uh, yeah. you do settings yeah. dance. <laughs> sure. Um, but no, I remember when I was in high school, it was basically Preference. girls' choice is really what it came down to. It was okay. one of one of the girls' choice. So there's like the Sadie Hawkins. There's other stuff. Yeah, but that we, was one we of them. Uh, we were more on the pop. Uh, pop music world so we actually had the sophie b hawkins dance oh, instead of the sadie hawkins dance. that's that's and, the right uh, way to do it instead of asking a girl to to or instead of a, a girl asking the guy to the dance she would just say damn i wish i was your lover mm. and then walk mm. away yeah no i like that's a good yeah. tradition i wish we would have adopted a, a, a countrywide but no deep just- cut for everybody over 40 <laughs> <laughs> let us know if you got that joke everybody anyway anyway okay so yeah so it's, it's so it's a uh, girls invite the girls guys invite out. the so guys. It's basically yeah. equivalent of the Sadie Hawkins. Yeah, and it's yeah. very they're all very nice. Everyone's dressed up. These kids are actually really nice kids. They were like they didn't get weird when I asked them. They were like, "Oh yeah, it's preference for uh we're doing this and that and then later we're going to go burp, 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 and the, the, the thing and they were just really really nice, really nice uh communicative, not quiet grumpy kids. It was just nice to see. Mm-hmm. Uh the kids are all right, I guess is what I'm trying to say. Anyway, yeah, good. So I talked to them for a minute and like, oh, that's interesting. And then I noticed something that is the one of the weirdest things I've ever witnessed at a restaurant. Okay. A little ways away from them, there's a booth. And up coming to that booth is a woman who seemed young, but didn't seem high school age. But okay. yeah, youngish. Yeah. I would have said mid twenties or something. Okay. Yeah. Sure. 25, 26. And she walks over with a baby, uh, a baby car seat carriage. And a little girl who's probably five. Okay. And they sit down and they're just doing stuff. And the mom kept getting up and standing up with standing by the table with the baby's thing on the table, kind of, you know, like you would with your baby, making sure the binky's there. And how you doing? Okay. And, you know, check. But then we start to notice something. The hand of the baby that's sticking out of this carriage thing Uh isn't moving. (laughs) And it's in this position, like a, like a stiff, like claw position. Like the monkey's paw. Yeah, kind of, yeah. And it's not budging. It's not twitching. It's not doing anything. Okay. And I'm like, that doesn't look right. So I'm kind of... And while, by the way, while she's doing this, she keeps glancing over at these other kids, the high school kids. She keeps looking at them and then looking back and then looking at them and looking back in kind of a very regular way, like more than you would normally do. Yeah. And she's still fiddling in that thing. Well, she steps away a little bit and I'm like, all right, here's my chance. So I kind of get an angle like this and look over there. (laughs) It is a full on, not real baby. It's a doll. Uh, it's not, well, it's not alive. It's just a doll baby. And so my thinking was, all right, I think I, I kind of had a theory. Me and Ken were sitting next to each other. We kind of had this joint theory and Ken's probably listening to this. So Ken, if I get this wrong, correct me. But the theory is at least at that point was, oh, maybe this is a student not connected to the dance at all. Mm-hmm. But this is a student who's doing that whole take care of a doll for a week. Right, exactly. School you, thing. Used to be a bag of flour, or at least in sitcoms, it was a bag of flour. Yeah, sometimes an egg. Yeah. You have to keep an egg safe for a week or whatever. It right, was. exactly. By the way, Scott, yeah. real baby, fake baby, it doesn't matter at Olive Garden. It's family. Yeah, it's always family. Everything's family, family. there. Yeah. yeah. I found a, there was a, a, a plastic a, family, little dog turd in the corner, and I called it, I called it cousin larry uncle, so it's uncle jeff sure yeah, yeah so anyway this thing is just sitting there and she's looking at it and i'm like okay interesting but that doesn't account for that theory doesn't account for the six-year-old girl who's there who looks like she's right. related um, yeah at first i was thinking it was uh like it was oh it must be the the little girl's you know baby doll or something but then why is the mom 
devoting so much time and attention to it. Yeah, and very, very realistic devoted time and attention. Like really in there going, oh, it's okay, yeah. and talking to it and all this. Right, and the little right. girl is just kind of off in the corner drawing, has a crayon, just drawing out a piece of paper. She's not at all bothered by any of this, doesn't even seem to notice the baby's there. So then I'm like, fine, I don't know. I'm never going to know. I'm not going over there to ask. So let's just let this pass and I'll eat my soup and, and eat my breadsticks, right? <laughs> sure. And then and then another weird thing happens and it actually concerned us for a bit, uh, especially Ken and I, because we could they were, she was right in eyesight of us. And uh, this this girl leaves and now there's just the little girl drawing and the fake uh-huh. baby in the thing. Okay. And she doesn't come back for a, she, well, she doesn't come back and we're like 20 minutes later. She's still not back. Oh my God. Okay. Yeah. Just left the, left the five-year-old alone. Yeah. For 20 minutes. Yeah. And Ken goes, this isn't good. I don't like what this is. This feels like an abandonment or something. I'm like, yeah, it does. It's funky. Yeah. It's weird. So we're, so we even asked the server comes by and says, Hey, uh, can you just check on them that we explain what we saw and we were just concerned about yeah, the kid and stuff. Yeah. And so the server goes over there and kind of gets <laughs> as like a jump scare because she thought it was a baby. <laughs> and she, went over, <laughs> she got over and she looked inside of it and went ah, like that. And then she came back. She goes, you guys know that that's not a real baby over there. I'm like, yeah, we got that part. <laughs> that part we're up to date on that. Yeah. It was pretty funny, but, um, Anyway, we waited a little bit longer. Now, now staff is sort of looking, you know, paying attention to it, and mm-hmm. you know, nothing bad's going to happen to these kids because we're all watching. Yeah, but we're thinking to this woman, abandon this kid. <laughs> I was it, she was, she was going to come back and say, um, actually, the the baby's fake, and that's a little person. <laughs> <laughs> this is my girl, this is my uh, partner. Uh, her name is right, Gladys, exactly, yes. and she's just a tiny person. Anyway, so she gets finally about the time we're about to leave and honestly, maybe even get cops involved or something because it was looking weird because yeah. enough time had gone past. She comes back okay, and okay. just reintegrates herself or whatever. And she's just there. And I'm like, okay, phew, whatever that was, I was still a little concerning. Yeah. And no, um, that's a long time. And, yeah. the, and the, the girl never, I mean, probably was getting so much attention now from the staff and stuff that she didn't get distressed about the whole thing. And, and, uh, the girl was fine. She just chilling. Yeah. She drew the whole just time. Crayon, like drawing. Okay, cool. that was it. And the plastic baby don't care. He's just chilling there too. So this mom or whatever she was comes back, and we get to we start leaving. It's about the time we decided to go, and it looked like she just maybe been in the bathroom for a long time or something. I couldn't tell where she went. But as we're leaving, she went to World Market uh, about a block away. Yeah, to, yeah. To yeah. Get some real food. Just kidding. <laughs> uh, so so then so as we leave, John decides to last second. Okay, ninety four years old. All right, uh-huh, decides he's going to go figure this out. He's ah, we're going to figure this out. Oh, I, ge- I guess that's okay. what's in his head. I actually talked to him about it. But he peels off from the rest of us, cuts around the other side, and then goes over there and talks to everybody involved. Talks to the girl. Uh-huh. Talks to the little girl. Talks to the talks waiter to over the fake there. Maybe a little bit, probably <laughs> fake baby. And then it looked just like it was annoying, and I went, oh, I can't watch this, so I just kept moving. Yeah, yeah. And I get outside. He never mentions it again. I didn't bring it up again. I don't know what words oh, are exchanged. No, I so you didn't get... Like, I don't know. I have no closure. No closure. Because <laughs> I don't want to hear John. John thinks he's saving the world every time he does anything. And I know I didn't want to hear his his. Oh, beef. my God. Like, you, like finally, we were going to... Oh, my God, we're going to get an answer from this. And uh, Well, I doubt uh, he... I doubt... 
I don't think his interaction with the the older person, the person who seemed to have left, was very brief. Yeah. I doubt he yeah. gleamed much from it. But he's yeah. he's just this way. He's got to kind of like yeah, get in there like, and just has sure, to be a part sure. of everything. Yeah. And uh, so to this to this very moment, I don't really know what was going on at, at all. And this place was mostly like most tables were kids from this dance. This is right near this school, sure, sure. the high school where the dance was. It's a huge school full of tons of these teenagers. So that place was mostly that. And then this one person with a fake baby. So weird. <laughs> By the way, uh, formal, informal? What, the, what is oh, the very formal. The preference? Very, very formal, formal yeah. They all looked. Okay. Some of these kids look like they have never worn a suit before because they were so uncomfortable wow. in it. Doesn't yeah. sound like much of a preference. It sounds like a requirement. It sounds like it a requirement. Welcome to the requirement dance. Yeah, what's uh, the preference part? I assume it's girl gets to prefer the boy. Yeah, she gets her preference of boys, basically. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I did see this, though. You on get our- your full choice of all of these men, none of which are equipped to please you. <laughs> here's, a, here's another funny thing we saw going in. I swear this is, it brought me back so hard to high school. Uh, yeah. But we're walking in and we see one girl is on is piggybacking on one of the boys. There's a little snow out. It's kind of raining, sure, wet, wet kind of not quite rain, not quite snow. It's just kind of a weird night of weather. And so they're running and laughing, and she's on his back, he he he, 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 he and he's he's uh, going there we go, and then behind and then another couple right behind that, and then one behind them also having a lot of fun. They're like pushing each other and just laughing and goofing around. But the one in the middle, this girl's walking. 12 to 15 feet in front of him, mm-hmm. just looking pissed. Just really? Just oh. walking like this all by herself toward toward Olive uh-huh. Garden. And the kid in the back just kind of head down, kind of walking real slow <laughs> behind her. <laughs> and I had all these, oh. like, I had all this world building in my head about what's going yeah. on with, uh, you know, Denise and oh. Frank over there. And I wanted to go up and ask him and go, dude, you okay? You all right? You having an okay night? You all right, dude? I didn't. Bastard wouldn't share his tour of Italy with her. I oh. guess not. It is wild though. Anyway, <laughs> Took the last breadstick, yeah, and and, uh, and then didn't ask for uh, for a new a new plate. Yep, it was fun though. We had, I mean, so we went light and got salad, soup, and whatever breadsticks. I only ate one, ate one breadstick because I knew I was going to be eating somewhere else. Yeah, right. You so did then, second dinner. Yeah, we else. had we totally had Hobbit dinner for real. <laughs> so we left that place, went to a sushi place I'd never been at that wasn't too far. That's where we met everybody else on Kim's side, and that sushi was killer. And I to remember the name of this place, I don't remember it. I wish I could because oh, it's really? high sure. uh, high recommendation list out of nowhere. I'd never even heard of them. Wow. They wow. Were, the sushi was amazing. I had something. Although you can tell when a place is owned by. The, yeah, like authentic people from the region, from Japan, you sure, can tell sure. because yeah. no one's speaking yeah. English very well. They do enough to get by, and that's fine. I actually like it. Thumbs up because that means everything's authentic. Food's going to be better. Uh, except their menu, you can tell they just don't quite get it. So <laughs> I ordered something called the Baconator roll. <laughs> okay. <laughs> because I had to know what this was. Yeah, sure, sure. And I was like, really? They Baconator? Just, they just popped over to Wendy's and brought, <laughs> bought you a Baconator. And, That's yeah. what we were thinking, because everybody yeah. obviously first thought, we're like, wait, why is there a Wendy's menu item on this menu? But right, really all right. it was, it was like an eel um, salmon combo thing mm. that had these crispy, almost like bacon-like stuff on top, and I asked her what it was, and she said, oh, that's... um." Oh, shoot. What'd she call it? Uh, not eel, but another kind of thing. Anyway, you can fry it up mm. and make it crispy in little teeny bits. 
And oh, interesting. But not so it wasn't even bacon. Not even bacon. Uh, so that's what so I'm saying is like you could have called this anything. Instead, yeah. you guys decided, oh, the Americans, they love bacon. They love baconators. We'll call it baconator. <laughs> it made me laugh so hard. I love that's that. That's funny. Fantastic, yeah. though. It was a really good roll. It was like amazing. Yeah, I would probably get it again. good. Yeah. And they were not super expensive. It was great. It was a really nice place. If I remember cool. the place and locals want to go there, I'll, I'll, I'll get it for you. Like Hootie42 would probably love this place. I'll have to let them know about yeah. it. Uh, anyway, so there's that. Olive Garden acquired an event this, this there you week. Go. Yeah, there's a lot going on there. Uh, we do have a quick uh, email or a text I'd like oh. to get through here from Alan. Alan! 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 Alan says in 2012, I whipped out on, or wi- uh, whipped out on a run. Probably okay. wiped out. I think he meant wiped, right? Probably. Yeah. yeah, let's say wiped out on a run. Don't say you ever whipped out unless, anything on a run. Unless you whipped it out on a run. Yeah, don't like, do that. Uh, yeah, don't do that. The neighbors will call you on it it's bad don't do that <laughs> he said i broke my coccyx three ribs and had a concussion he's talking that's about ski run by the way yeah yes. <laughs> i like that spelling of coccyx yeah i do too actually i wish it were spelled that way it'd be a lot easier uh, than the x y whole business yeah, yeah see he put c-o-x-i-s yeah that's pretty great yeah anyway this so this is a ski run not a run run just a ski run he says, right. I broke my coccyx, three ribs, and had a concussion. There uh, is a four- to five-hour window I have no memory of, of it, yet I was awake and asking my sister the same three questions over and over again. All I remember is leaving the ski lodge after dinner. Next memory, I'm in the ER hours later, yet I still love it, and I go skiing this, and I'm going skiing this weekend if I had the time. Guess I'm crazy, Alan. He, st- he just keeps nice. going. Wow. Yeah. Good for you. You know what? Uh, maybe, you know, that... that uh, that that concussion um, uh, affected the part of your brain that feels like skiing is dangerous, and uh, <laughs> you're set. You're good mm-hmm. from now on. Yeah, from like, now on, you're set. You could do you could do ski jumps. You could do whatever, and not have to worry about it. So thank you, Alan. I want to know what else. the three questions he kept asking his sister over and over again. I mean, it's probably like, where are we going? What's going on? What happened to me? But I, part of me really wants it to be, if you could be any kind of tree. <laughs> Yeah, how how much of a concussion are we talking here? Because you can how have some fun. How many licks does it take to get to the center of a Tootsie Roll pop? Yeah, and it doesn't matter how many answers she gives him. He asks it three more times. Amazing. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, thanks, Alan, with two L's. We appreciate it. Uh, wow. Brian, you, uh, you have a little something here. Oh, a little something. Uh, so a couple things. Uh, number one, um, uh, any future films from uh, Yorgos Lanthimos? Uh, mm. I'll be watching alone from mm. now on mm. because... We watched Killing of a Sacred Deer, and oh, yeah. uh, Tina just said, yeah, I'm done. Uh, you know, The Favorite was was the only standout, the only one of uh, his films that she uh, she actually liked. Did not like Poor Things, did not like Killing of a Sacred Deer, did not like Killing of a Sacred Deer at all. Like the, 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 um, the main focus of that film, at least the second, the second act and what has to be done. Yeah. She had a real... Had a real issue. It's with, a so. weird freaking movie. That movie. It's yes, so weird. It is. It she's is, seen. Uh, she's like seen the lobster the, or no lobster either. She's probably not into the, that either. Did, did not like the lobster, although liked the lobster more than poor things and uh, and killing of a sacred deer. Yeah. But uh, I love his movies because yeah. they're weird as shit. That's why I like. They them. are. Yeah. But I get it. Kim won't watch them either. I tried to get her to watch that movie, Killing of the Sacred yeah. Deer, and she's like, yeah. "Oh, this is the guy that did the lobster. No thanks. I don't want to." I said, "Okay." 
Yeah, I, uh, you know, Colin Farrell, great. Nicole Kidman, great. Ooh, a lot of nudity. And I think Barry Keoghan, great, as we as we know. Mm-hmm. But um, the the decision in that film, or the lack of decision, and how that decision gets made. My God, it's, it's uh, so it's so weird. His yeah. movies are weird, and I appreciate him for it. Yeah, and they're weird in a way that I can. Like I'm one of the few people I've talked to that like Bo is afraid. Bo is afraid, mm-hmm. rather not was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but I like these kinds of things because they are showing me stuff that no one else is doing. Like mm-hmm. no one else is making movies like your ghost Marathamos or whatever his name is. Marathamos. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No one's yeah. making those. Give me. Give me. Uh, give me Michael Gondry. A hundred times out of a hundred, I will totally take uh, and Charlie Kaufman. Give me the if, for my weird movie fix. I'll take those two guys any day of the week. Mm. Uh, somebody's going to edit that out and just have a little clip of me going. I'll take those two guys any day of the week. Yeah, it'll be a perfect yeah. little standalone, no context clip. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah but make, I'd like to uh, retract that, please. Yeah, um, we're doing a little bit of a uh, what do you call that when the when the government does it? It's called a. Um, a retraction? No, a, it's uh, uh, it's a different thing where they where they cross it out, black it out. It's called oh uh, redaction. Uh, redaction. We would like to redact yes. Brian. Redact, I'd former. like to redact that from the record, please. Yeah. Thank you. I love yeah, the term redact. From Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Um, I also uh, had a lift, fun lift story. I'll, I'll do this quick because we want to get to Dunaway. Yeah. But uh, um, ever since I got the new 3D printer and had to buy the new IKEA tabletop that's much bigger to support it, um, I took the legs off this old IKEA table and put that on. But then I've, ever since then, I've had this other like tabletop, um, this other uh, uh, IKEA tabletop that didn't have any legs. And so I said, well, all right. And next time I'm in the area of IKEA, like probably while I'm lifting, I'm going to a uh, rideshare driving. I, lifting screws people up. Ubering. We'll just call it Ubering. Mm. Um, <laughs> I'll pop into IKEA and, and pick up some legs. Right. So I'm, I'm uh, Ubering uh, on Saturday <laughs> afternoon. Yeah. And uh, I get a ride that that is their destination is IKEA. I am taking them to IKEA. So I'm like, oh, perfect. All right, this is great. That is so great. That's guy, a perfect day to have leg day, by the way, is to go to IKEA. It's perfect leg day, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, I'm like, awesome. I'll just make this my last ride of, of you know, I'll, I'll I'll turn the app off so I don't get any more rides. Pop into IKEA. Drop this guy off. Pop into IKEA. Get legs. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> and, then, and then turn on the app and see if I can make my way home. Yeah, he gets in and he and he says, "Hey, so we're doing a uh, um, we're doing a, a pickup at IKEA 
um, and then a pickup at Best Buy. I want to, basically, I'm getting a, a a big TV at Best Buy and then a big TV stand at Ikea and then a round trip, you're bringing me back home. And I'm like, oh, the app right now, the, the, the thing is only showing me Ikea, so you need to add those stops. He's like, okay. So he, uh, so I'm like, oh, crud, this is not going to give me any time that no. Ikea to go get legs. No. Also, I didn't know you could do that and put stuff like a TV in the car You and can do stop. What's that? I didn't know they could put like a TV in the car or other big stuff. I guess you could do luggage. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You could do luggage. And, you know, if you make a stop, I, I pick people up at uh, Walmart or from the grocery store and I help them load all their bags into the car. And, and what if it's I'll... something huge? Like, what if it's like a bed frame or I don't know? Well, this, this, uh, uh, this thing that he bought, I'll, I'll get to it, actually. Okay, this, all right. This TV stand that he bought was not small. Yeah. So um, I'm like, oh, cred. All right, well, I, I say, you know, uh, uh, well, I actually need to get something from Ikea as well. If we're doing curbside pickup, I'm just going to place my order now for the legs I want because I already know what I want, and it'll take me sure. five minutes. Right. And uh, and then I'll just do curbside pickup with you. They'll put your stuff in. They'll put my stuff in. We'll go. He's like, cool. And then he says, oh, and it's actually the app is telling me that it's faster for us to do the Best Buy stop first and then do Ikea. And he's not able to get the thing to 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 go home. Like, it's only letting him add one stop, and it's keeping Ikea as the final destination. But it's supposed to let you do more, right? Or is Well, I've never had anyone do two stops in a ride, and so I'm thinking that it only lets you do one stop. That oh. you can do a, a, you know, basically you can do a, a stop and then a destination, but not two stops and a destination. Got it. But I said, you know, let's once we get, once we leave Best Buy and I mark that we've left that stop, see if it lets you add another stop, make Ikea the stop, and then make home the final destination. Got it. So in the meantime, like anytime we're at a stoplight, I'm like pulling up the Ikea app. Okay, there's the legs I want. Boop, boop, boop. All right. Add to cart. Boop, 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 boop. Curbside pickup. Boop, boop, boop. Up, uh, or, uh, you know, double double tap on the side button. Yeah. Smile in the little camera so it uh, pays for it. Excellent. All right. Got my curbside pickup order. Nice. So we, uh, we get to Best Buy. Best Buy takes forever to do their curbside pickup. They, they send him a text and say, uh, oh, you are next in line. Let us know what parking spot you end up in. There's like numbered parking spots for the curbside pickup. He sure. says, well, we're in spot number one because there's no other people here. And then we wait and we wait and like 10 minutes goes by and nobody comes to bring his stuff out. Five minutes is is what the app allows for a stop. But because at that point it says, if, uh, if they haven't come out, you can leave them. That's <laughs> what the lift app says. Really? You can just take off. the and... five-minute wait of the stop. Oh, my you feel, gosh. You'll still get paid. Feel free to end the ride. I did not know that. I never do that. I can't imagine. Of course imagine. you wouldn't. No, right. Exactly. No. If it's an extra five, it's ten. You're staying. You're I'll not give leaving. them ten minutes. And, and you know, at, at, some, at some point, I'll, I'll give up, especially if they leave a baby in the car. I'm probably stuck there for a little bit longer. But... Um, so finally he goes in and mind you, he's in a walking boot. He, he had foot surgery the week before he's, he's in a walking boot. So he hobbles his way into the Best Buy and then comes back a few minutes later with his giant TV and a coffee maker, oh a Keurig uh, coffee maker <laughs> on a little shopping cart. So I hop back there. I help him load stuff into the back of the, uh, um, back of the thing. And then I mark the, mark the, the, the stop closed and we make our way to Ikea. Keep in mind, this is a, this is like 45 minutes just if we were to drive from his place to Ikea alone without the Best Buy stop and without 10 minutes at Best Buy, this would be a 45 minute ride. So it's already, we're like into an hour. 
Um, Dang, to get dude. To this guy, he was your buddy that day, that whole day. He was my day. buddy. We chatted about everything. I found out about, you know, works for Wall Street in New York, coming out here to visit his girlfriend who lives out here. They both love their jobs, although he's thinking about leaving Wall Street and changing jobs and coming to to live in Colorado because he likes the, the weather out here better, blah, blah, blah. So... Um, we uh, we get to IKEA and yeah. and the whole time he's trying to add IKEA as a stop and and make the destination home not yeah. working. I said, all right, well here's what we'll do. We'll mark IKEA as the we'll keep IKEA as the endpoint. Yeah. At that point, I will just turn off the IKEA app, or I'm sorry, turn off the Lyft app. Yeah. Um, whatever you were going to pay for the ride, uh, take off a third and Venmo Venmo me at Coverville and and we'll just call it good. He's yeah. like, oh my God, that'd be great. I'm like, yeah, no problem. Yeah. We're all I humans still, here. We're not a bunch of robots. We can get this exactly, done. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. People people gave rides to other people before uh, Lyft came around That's and Uber, right. we could do this. That's right. So we get to uh, Ikea. We park at the curbside pickup. We go in. He goes up and shows them the little code that they sent. Oh, yeah, we'll get your, your TV stand. How about you, sir? Can I help you? I'm like, well, I haven't gotten the code yet, um, but I ordered uh, some legs, just, you know, four table legs. Like, oh, yeah, that's uh, um, what time did it tell you you could pick those up? And I said, well, it told me six o'clock and it's only four. It told me six o'clock, but I figured they're legs. I mean, how long? <laughs> yeah, no, we've got a we've got a big backlog. I'm like, oh, really? All right. Can I just go around, go into the store? Can I cancel my order? Then go around, go into the store get the legs and, and yeah. bring them down to you and show you that I've got them. No, you'll actually have to go go through the line and pay for it. I'm like, all right, fine. Ooh. So, Ooh. so uh, you know, he's like, Brian, totally. Don't worry about it. You know, you did me a solid weight in a Best Buy. Um, uh, they've got a nice couch in the lounge here, TV showing the football game. I'm going to hang here, watch the game. Uh, you go get the legs and then, and then, uh, um, and then come back and get me and we'll go. Like, yeah. Wow, this guy's real nice, really cool. Yeah. And so I hop up and I'm starting to go up the escalator to the to the actual entrance of IKEA. Yeah. And thank goodness I know Tina and I learned the trick with IKEA. You know where the shortcut little swingy doors are. Mm-hmm. You can bypass huge swaths of that oh, landscape. Yeah. You know, oh, you cut through here and you go right into rugs, and then you go here and you get to planters. No, it seems crazy when you're doing it, but you absolutely there is a path, and once you know it, you'll never do yeah, anything else. Exactly, yeah. you can get in and out of IKEA in in a much shorter amount of time. Yeah. So uh, the guy was nice enough to tell me the aisle and bin number for the legs. I go there, bloop bloop bloop, grab all four, go in the line. Somebody's in front of me doing the self checkout, and they're looking at every item, and then scanning, and then looking back at the item, and then looking at the screen to make sure that the screen says the item that they're looking at. And then they put the item in their bag. I'm like, oh my god, it's, I feel like, like I'm in a John Hughes film or something. Oh, I love it. Meanwhile, I'm sitting there thinking to myself, he's over in customer like click uh, pickup right a curbside pickup. My car is over here with a TV and a coffee maker in it. Ooh. He has no. All he knows is my first name. Yeah. <laughs> I get hop in the car with four table legs, a TV, and a, yeah. <laughs> a coffee maker. And pew! if you were that kind of person, if I were that kind of person. The problem is he would report it. He he could report you as a driver. He could then, easily report yeah. me to Lyft, and there would be problems. Yes, yeah. would not be worth the uh, no. the deal. So uh, <laughs> so I get the legs and pop back down there. Sure enough, he's waiting there, and and. Uh, 
uh, we load, I help him load his uh, TV stand in there. Probably, I was in Ikea for probably 10, maybe even 15 minutes just because 12 minutes of that was that stupid line. Oh, wow. But uh, So they must get a lot uh, of curbside requests then, that place. They do. They apparently do. And it's a smart way to do it. Like if you, you save so much money because my problem with, with Ikea even happened while I was just going in to get the legs and passing through the the 10th of Ikea that I went through. Um you pick up stuff. If you go through Ikea, you pick up more stuff than you went into Ikea for. If you do curbside pickup, you just get the thing you want and you are out of there. Yeah. But you can't, you can't place the order on the way to Ikea. You got to place the order the morning that you're planning on going to Ikea. Yeah. And now you guys are going to lunch. No, not, not. And that's right. You know, we probably went, Oh yeah. So we get back, um, we get back to his apartment. I'm thinking, you know, there was no place for me to park the car. And you've got a car full of stuff, like a big, heavy TV stand that you can't carry on your own, a coffee maker and a big TV. Um, and you're in a walking boot. And your your girlfriend is also recovering from chemo, as a matter of fact. Yeah. And uh, uh, I don't know how we're going to do all this. We get there. Luckily, there's a parking space right in front. His girlfriend is out there waiting. He'd been texting with her the whole time and letting him her know the story. And she goes, she walks up and says, oh, my God. Hello, you precious driver. <laughs> <laughs> like, nah, this is good. Instead yeah. of taking off at that TV and losing all your karma hit points. Exactly. You oh, got I a buff. You got, got buffed, I've man. Got karma points in the bank. Let me know when I can spend those. You got like a plus 50 uh, rune installed now on your karma points. You're all good. Yes, exactly. So That's great. Anyway, and he did he did tip me very well. Yes. Oh, of course he did. He yeah. he tipped me in the app and he gave me the third that he took off of the ride, he put back on on Venmo. So like basically, he gave me the full price of what he paid for the ride down to Ikea, gave me that same amount for the ride back, even though I told him to take a, a third off. He that's, like, that's ah. great. That's great. That's my favorite lift story you've told. I like it's, that. It's very heartwarming. Very. It's so much better than the guy who had his uh, who made out with a FaceTime call in the backseat of my car. Yeah, those guys they get less of our time. Sorry, everyone. Less less of our time. Exactly. Um. All right. I'm gonna call Dunaway. We're gonna have a game. And uh, people are all worried it will take too long. No, this is a quick one. Uh, we don't. It doesn't take as long as feud. We don't have an extra yeah. person yeah. in here. It's always a little bit. You easier. just have six things you've got to say and, and answer, right? Yeah. Like, well, yeah. Yeah. It ain't that big a deal. Plus, I'll probably cream him today because I feel very motivated to win. Ooh, good. Yeah. Excellent. I don't even know why I feel that way, but I do. Yeah. Hey, Brian Dunaway. You've been very patient. Thanks for hanging in there. How you doing? Oh, hi, Scott and Brian. I am very patient. That is a virtue. Yeah. It is. Patience, I hear, is a virtue. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You live here in the States. That makes you an English patient. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the English patient. I watched that Seinfeld episode and it was on my mind. Anyway, <laughs> I've seen the I've seen that episode of Seinfeld. Uh, still have not seen the English patient. That's the last Oscar nominated film that I haven't seen. Like everything English patient forward that's been nominated for an Oscar. Oh, for really? Best oh, weird. That's oh. your that's the divider. That's crazy. That is the dividing line. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know. I've not seen it either. So uh, maybe we should do a watch along or something with, with there the, we go. the community. Yeah. I watched the I watched the holdovers last night. That was excellent. Oh, was that great? Also, yeah. Oscar, yes, yes. And Oscar bait, right? Yes. Bait, be there. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah. yeah, very Oscar bait. I like that movie better the first time I saw it when it was called Dead Poet Society. Dead Poet. I liked it better when it was called Dutch. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Dutch. 
Oh my gosh, I used to love Dutch. I don't think it's as good as I thought it was. Anyway, uh, well, it's good to have you here. We're going to play some oh, half Dutch asses. Is real good. Oh, I know. I say, you know what? I'll go back to it. I, I just there, there's two Thanksgiving movies I watch: Planes, Trains, and Automobiles, and Dutch. I didn't know Dutch was a Thanksgiving film. Is it set around yes. Thanksgiving? Oh. Yes. I didn't know that. Well, they're both. Uh, we for a sec, didn't we? Uh, Dutch? No, I don't think so. But no. that—that's they're no. both. Unless, unless it was before episode two hundred, y'all know my limit. Yeah, that's your limit. That's your brain limit. You can remember anything. Okay, everything is. Why gone. would I watch it then? I have no idea why I would have watched Dutch because I definitely did watch Dutch. I don't know, but I don't know why I would have watched Dutch. It's a. No, it's John if Hughes. It wasn't for John Hughes, right? Yeah. Again, so both those yeah. are John Hughes joints. Yeah. yeah, he likes the Thanksgiving. Uh, yeah. All right, well, let's get to it, Brian. Uh, explain these rules and the game and who's winning and all this stuff. Okay, okay. Uh, this is a Welcome to Morning Half Asses, a trivia game where I'm actually going to be giving you the answers. I'll give Scott and Brian a category and six possible answers, three of which are correct and three that are incorrect. I didn't come up with a thing. Depending on how confident they feel with the category, they can provide one, two, or three guesses. But if any of those are wrong, they get zero points for the round. Get one right gets you a point. Two right gets you three points. And three right gets you five points. Player with the most points after three rounds wins the prize for their contestant. Hey, who are our contestants? Well, Scott, you're playing for Wayne Dixon in Aurora, Illinois. Woo! Party on. Excellent. Uh, no kidding. It's a Wayne in Aurora, Illinois. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. That truly is Wayne's world. It's also up. Uh, um, that's Fletcher's zone, isn't it? That's where Fletcher it lives. It is, yeah. yeah. He's in he's in that area of uh, the, the state as well. Yeah. Brian, you're playing for Brian. Oh. <laughs> Chattanooga, Tennessee. Uh, so hopefully you don't get confused as to which Brian you are, the player or the winner, <laughs> if you win. So yeah. make sure you keep track of that. Yeah. I win either way. Yeah. Yes, you that's do. one exactly. way to look Brian at it. Brian will win either way. Uh, all right, and we'll talk about the prizes here in just a second. Let's get to the game. We're going to start off with an easy one. Easy. Should Shut be. up. <laughs> Should be. You always uh, say that, and then it's like, name the three pimples on the Pope's butt. And I'm like, I don't know. Uh, Do you have names? That'd be great. Uh, all right. It is uh, Your first one is, um, which of these are among the original five Planet of the Apes movies? So, you know, we've had a bunch of newer Planet of the Apes movies, mm-hmm. but there was a whole bunch of Planet, Planet of the Apes movies in the uh, 70s, late 60s, early, uh, late, uh, mid-70s or early 70s. Um, how many of them can you uh, name, recognize from this list? Your choices are Ruins of the Planet of the Apes, Beneath the Planet of the Apes, Escape from the Planet of the Apes, Law of the Planet of the Apes, Conquest of the Planet Planet of the Apes, and Planet of the Apes 5, The Revenge of Dr. Zaius. I believe I know these answers, and I have locked them in. Do you really? No. I I can't remember. These these all sound right and wrong at the same time. (laughs) Yeah. Because I know one of them is like... All of them are kind that, of bad, by the way. And I'm going to uncheck that. They're, then they're, this feels like bait. They're fun to see. We I'm, should we should absolutely film sack every one of these, yeah, but they're they're really bad. Like they're not. That yeah. first movie's you know great in but ways. You went with three, Scott. Oh yeah, hell yeah. Damn it! All right, I'll go with three two. I'm then. going in with full three, steam. Two, full steam ahead here today. I'm going to rock you right. today. Okay. All right. Uh, the answers are beneath the planet of the apes, escape from the planet of the apes, and. Conquest of the Planet oh, of the Apes. God. You both got all three <laughs> correct. For, <laughs> Dang it! Uh, I was hoping you'd screw up. Damn it! I was too. Well, the Law of the Planet of the Apes. There's like one. This like it's yeah. all about a court hearing, and I was thinking that can't be right though. Yeah. Uh, conquest, I think. Oh no. Yeah. Is conquest what? is the, the one. conquest. One of them has it. Beneath, Beneath is, is the one where they've actually got the underground cavern that they're all living yeah, in. Yeah. 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 That is. A I knew weird... there was escape, and Beneath was definitely conquest. I couldn't remember. Beneath is really weird, and I think. Charlton Heston's back for that. 
that one. I Is think. He? Okay. Yeah, we should really film sack that. I'm back in really a damn should. dirty I'm, movie. Yeah. I believe it or not, I actually have all those on Blu-ray. <laughs> I have oh, the entire whoa. original set of Planet of the Apes movies. When you, actually, when you come it over. might even be a box set with the newer ones up until. Yeah, I'll have to see. I think it's got everything that's er- been that was released as of like three years ago. Oh, even the newer, like the the Matt Matt uh, Reeves stuff. Yeah, the, the newer. Yes, exactly. Uh, Rise and Dawn of the Planet of the Apes. Oh, I love, but those. not the newest one that um, that uh, comes out this year. Obviously, right? <laughs> obviously, yeah. the one that hasn't come out yet. <laughs> the one that hasn't that come out yet is not in my Blu-ray collection. Believe it or not, crazy, wild. Yeah, who would have figured? Uh, <laughs> all right, boy, another easy one. Now you believe me when I say they're easy? Mm. I don't think you meant for it to be easy. I did. I just think we got lucky. All right. I think you both had a chance on this one. Star Trek characters who guest appeared on Star Trek The Next Generation. So who uh, from the original Star Trek cast made a guest appearance on Star Trek The Next Generation? I'm locked in. You locked in? I'm not telling you how how many. Not doing that. You're going to have to find out for yourself. Um, it's kind of fun watching the one like watching you guys put your little dots in and and what you, uh, <laughs> take it take it yeah. back like no yes no <laughs> yeah I was um, I'm very confident in this one I'm going in I'm not I'm not as confident I do know I watched one of these recently and I was like oh there's so and so he looks so skinny what happened I think they must have aged him but anyway go ahead mm. okay all right um. Yes, correct. Uh, TV show, not movie. Absolutely. Uh, all right. You guys both locked in on uh, Dr. McCoy and Scotty. Oh. However, Uh-oh. one of you Uh-oh. chose. I probably Laura. went the wrong way. The other one chose Spock. Of course, Spock. Guess yeah. The was like a, there was a search. They, they had to find Uh-oh. Spock again in, in Next Generation. Sorry. Yeah, he, played, uh, he dressed up like a memory had Romulan face work done to be a Romulan. You, to can, fake keep, him. Yeah. you can keep yeah. trying to convince me. I don't remember. It was, it was a two. It was at least a two parter, maybe more. I can't remember. It how was long a two parter. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And of course, in, in generations, you got your Captain Kirk. But that's not uh, that was not in the TV show. That was that was not on Star Trek. The next generation. That was Star Trek Generations. That's true. Oh, yeah, yes. and McCoy was just. I can't old. believe you don't McCoy remember was your first. Check. Yeah, no, he Scotty was, was first episode, right? Which no, no, other other way around. McCoy was really old and walking down the hall in that first he episode. He was. He was so. He yeah. was so. He was so skinny. It was a hundred and something years old, and then right, Scotty. Yes. Scotty was the one where they pulled him out of the transporter signal. The, the yeah. pulled his pattern out of the buffer. Yeah, yeah. and then I the, still the, don't remember Spock being on the next generation. I'll have to go back uh, and watch it. You yeah. can explain it to me again, Scott, but doesn't matter. I, I remember don't it. the first. The first it was a two-parter, and the first episode ends with the hood coming off, and it's Spock, and it's Leonard Nimoy. Yeah, and then oh. and then the second episode is the full-on. It was a big deal oh. at the time. Yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, all right, well, Scott, leading with ten yeah, points, Brian. It. You need, you need to get all of these just to tie Scott. Fortunately, nice. it's something up right up right up both of your alleys. Let's see how well you remember Convoy. Which of these <laughs> are accurate <laughs> CB radio slang? Your choices okay. are Flying Donut for a police chopper, Chicken Coop for a way station, Rock City for Detroit, Snail Trail for a speed zone, Buster Brown for a UPS truck, and Go-Go Juice for coffee. Which, which three of those are accurate all- terms? These all feel right and wrong at the same time. This is a great one. I don't know for yeah. sure, but I'm I'm going with a couple of them here. Yeah. They're all awesome. Yeah. I love it. 
I, need I some, know. I need some go-go juice. Come on. <laughs> exactly. I'm yeah. passing through Rock City. Got to get some go-go juice, some chicken coop. All right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to do that. All right. Even though okay. I know they're not right. But I'm going all left side just to just to see if. <laughs> Are you going to tell Scott you're going all left side? All right. Fine with me. Okay. I'm good. Well, I'll tell you. A flying donut is a police chopper. Yeah. A chicken coop is oh, a ah, way station. Dang it. No, I'm getting worried now. And Rock City is their slang term for Little Rock, Arkansas. Oh, so no, the other one no. Scott got right was Buster Brown for a UPS truck. Go Go Juice is actually their term for gas or diesel. That's Go Go Juice. Yeah, gotta, uh, gotta stop and get some Go Go Juice. Uh, and Snail Trail is um, is not their term. A turtle race is their term for a speed zone. My dad had a CB in our in our uh, motorhome, so every time uh-huh. we'd go to um, Lake Powell or something, he was always on there talking to truckers. And yeah. I used to be, it used to make me so nervous because of the way they talked. And he would try yeah. to do it. He'd be like, yeah, I'm heading down to Verde, come on, and blah, blah, over or whatever. And they'd come back and go, <laughs> and I used to sit there going, this doesn't sound right. None of this is right. What is this? <laughs> what is this language? Yeah, I didn't like it when I was a kid, but I, I wish I would have paid more attention because it was actually pretty fun for him. Yeah. Anyway, I'm going to start using Buster Brown for UPS truck on the regular. I really like that yeah, term. Yeah. Oh, we got hold on, Tina. We got to wait for the Buster Brown to deliver my uh, yeah. my my, uh, my printer resin. I wonder uh, why, That though. means congratulations <laughs> is going to Wayne Dixon. Yeah. Wayne's world, Wayne's world, party on! Excellent. Uh, Sorry, Brian. You're getting, <laughs> yeah, you're getting uh, Autonauts versus Pirate Bots and the Quarry Deluxe Edition on Steam. Ooh. But uh, Brian and Chattanooga, you're getting some pretty cool too. The Dark Pictures Anthology. House of Ashes sounds like a fun little uh, little uh, sweet game. Oh, I'm the sure Dark it's Pictures very wholesome. Anthology, House of Ashes. Yeah, no, I so that one I know. The other two I don't know. Oh no, I know the Quarry. The Quarry is also a horror game, and it's made mm. by the same people. These Dark Pictures Anthology. Oh, people. really? Okay. So House of Ashes. It may even be in the same series. Kind of thing? I can't remember, but they're both really good, highly regarded horror games. So if you're into yeah. those, you're going to love those. Astronauts versus pirate bots. No idea. I don't know what that is. I'm sure it's gotcha. great though, because pirate sure great. who who doesn't like astronauts and who doesn't who, like pirate pirate bots? exactly. Well, it's not it's autonauts, Scott. It's <clears throat> oh, I keep autonauts. reading. I keep reading pirate. Oh yeah, ask, there you are, autonauts. Autonauts right. versus pirate bots, but who uh, doesn't like autonauts? I don't know. I mean, even Brian likes uh, he likes GoBots. So what's wrong with him? GoBots yeah. scooter. Oh, they suck. Anyway, what's hey, your, what's your take, Ibit? What do you what do you think about scooter from uh, GoBots? GoBots. I couldn't tell you thing one about GoBots. Listen. Listen, I wasn't even Transformers. I was Micronauts, mm. right? There was no, you, you had there was a pure, no Transformers, yeah. so definitely no GoBots in my life. There, there are I days I, I wish the Micronauts would have were you, gone were you on to cheap? be as huge. Is that why you got Micronauts? Because they were small and cheap? Is Micronauts that it? weren't cheap. They were, you they had to were buy the tubes. They and, were expensive. Well, they're not cheap now. Mm-hmm. Well, no, they weren't cheap at the time, man. Those I had to do so many chores to earn a freaking Biotron and mm-hmm. or hope that I would get something for Christmas. Yep. But... Uh, yeah, and you it, and I uh, both had the whole tube tubed up setup, right? Yeah, the the rocket tubes. That yeah. was so <laughs> awesome. It was tube great. Up, yeah. Tube up, oh. like it would just it'll fan on one end and blow it around. So, like, like the the transportation method on Futurama is what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. It's just tubes yeah. of, of yeah, yeah. micronauts, and it was so cool. You could just is depending on how much money you had, you could buy tons of it and just have it all over your house. Yeah, I didn't have that much, but. Anyway, Micronauts uh, rocked, and GoBots sucked. Okay, that's the prayer and Baron Carza and all the little magnet connections and stuff. So great. Yeah. So, so go uh, suck a GoBot. Bye. All right. <laughs>
He's gone. Uh, oh, my. That is it for that. Let's take a break. When we come back from this break, we're going to spend some time with our good pal Steven Schleicher. It's his time of the month. <laughs> and uh, we'll see what he's got going on. A few uh, interesting things been dropping over the weekend. All that coming up in a moment after Brian plays a song. What do you got? Yeah, boy. Those of you who are like, yeah, Brad, you need to play more hard stuff on the show. Well, um, boy, have I got something for you. Got a band called The Intemperate Sons. They have a brand new album called Once Again. And uh, they are... Uh, I'm sorry, take that back. This is their new single. Their album is going to be called Dark Days Night, which is coming out early uh, 2024. And I've been sleeping like a dog. Like that? It's uh, produced by uh, Amir Darak and uh, the Intemperate Sons, recorded at the Kitchen Recording Studios in Dallas, Texas. These guys are are great, and they are some heavy stuff. Uh, Originally from Dallas is where they came from. So amazing name, by the way, uh, intemperate, intemperate sons. sons. That's amazing. Yeah. 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 Love that. Uh, I think people really like this, uh, from the brand new album called a dark day's night. Here is once again, <laughs>
Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart, a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Man, freeze a tiger so the tiger can finish her fight. Your best. And we're back. Tell me who that was again. There's, there's no way that Ali Munk does not uh, spray a lot of saliva when he talks. When you listen to that, there's like, okay, thanks. Uh, someone please get Juno Temple a towel, please. Yeah, please. no Can kidding. That the- guy's a spit monster. Yeah. Guaranteed. Yeah. Oh, I loved him so much. Gosh dang it. That season <laughs> was so good. Oh, what is, I just heard Juno Temple is going to be in the new. Uh, Put her in everything from now on. New film that it's like the, um, or new season of something that I've been trying to get you to watch. Oh, and really? And finally push you over the edge, I think. It Let's absolutely will. I love her in this. Loved it's her. Been, she's just been announced for, oh, what is it? Dang, I'm, I'm looking. Upcoming. Here we go. Uh, Untitled Venom sequel. That's right. She's going to be in the oh. the next Venom movie. So okay, well then I guess I'll, yeah. I'll watch Venom you now. Yeah. I'll, yeah, I'll get caught so, up. I'll watch those first two. I'll be get all caught set up for on us. the first two Venoms, and if we have to, we can watch them on on Couch Party. Give her all the Emmys and the Golden Globes and the whatnots. She was fantastic this season. So mm-hmm. good. Everybody She's was. Really Nobody good. phoned it in. They stuck yeah, that yeah. landing like never before. Freaking Fargo, man! Mm-hmm. Gosh dang so it! Good. My fandom uh, went anyway. up ten feet. Anyway, go ahead. That, that band you just heard, by the way, were the Intemperate Sons from their brand new album, <laughs> Dark Days Night. That is their song once again. Uh, excellent. Uh, Dr. Calhoun says, I don't get Juno Temple. Watch Fargo. You'll get Juno Temple, okay? Yeah. You'll get her. If you think all yeah. she is is just a kind of a bratty British girl from uh, Ted Lasso, you're wrong. You're wrong. You're, you're wrong. So wrong. She oh, was great at that, actually, but yeah. you were so wrong about that. I am sci-fi suggests that we sack Venom, and I agree. I think I think uh, Venom. Um, Ooh, let's do Venom one. Yeah, let's do it. Uh, yeah, I think that would be a really good one. Let's for, maybe for even sneak set. it in sooner than later. I got a complaint yeah. yesterday. I got a guy says, and he was very he was super nice about it. He was saying, "I, I hope you guys take this in the way it's meant. It's just a, you know." what's the word I'm trying to say? Constructive piece of criticism. Oh, sure. But he says, sure. man, I love TMS. I listen to it every day. It just gets better and better. But it's lately on FilmSack, the movies you guys are watching just don't interest me at all. And I, it made me think, not that we're, you know, we need to change anything major, but I do think we ought to like get some stuff in there where it's like, oh yeah, of course you should do Venom. Oh yeah, you should do that weird old thing from the 60s that everyone talks about it forever. And then when you guys finally watched it on FilmSack, lately we've been mm-hmm. doing like, movies like i don't know black hat's fine but it's not Mm -hmm. like you know there's nothing significant about black hat it's just kind of there so i I don't know i kind of get his point yeah a little bit i mean three days of the condor widely respected film does it hold up i mean i feel like for every you know for every black hat for every we've never heard of this there's a a desperado there's the arrival i mean it's like yeah that's true that's true 
Yeah, that's a, that's a really good point. Maybe, you know, I don't want to, I, I, I try not to give. Of a week, coming off of Black Hat, it'd be like, uh, yeah, it's kind of a little bit of a meh yeah. movie. Good for a Michael Mann film. Okay. Good yeah, it was for, all right. For, for us talking uh, and having a good time, always good. See, that's the part exactly. I would say is that even if you don't like the movie, come for the fun. Yeah. Just come for the listening. Yeah. You don't exactly. have to watch the movies before you tune in. Exactly. Yeah. But, uh, and I probably shouldn't get uh, one email. I don't want to. I, I try not to do this. Yeah, yeah, you get yeah, one right, email and exactly. then try to apply it to everybody. Obviously, you can't yeah, do that. But, right. but yeah, I uh, I do look forward to payback though. We're doing payback this weekend. I yeah. love payback oh, so can't much. Can't wait for that. Yeah, exactly. Almost my favorite. Uh, actually, it might be my favorite Mel Gibson movie. I'm trying to think if I like something more. Oh, really? Taking Ooh, taking wow. taking the, taking the Mel Gibson problems out of the out of the mix. Yeah, yeah the Mel Gibson equation out. Yeah. It's either this or it's. Uh, or it's I Road mean, Warrior. Lethal Weapon is hard for me to top. Yeah. Uh, oh like, yeah, Road Warrior. Yeah, yeah, for me it's for me it's probably this and Road Warrior tied, and then he's great in Lethal Weapon. Mm-hmm. Uh, even when the Lethal Weapons weren't as good, he was still mm-hmm. really great. Uh, after that, I guess what like what's the what's the one he got an Oscar for, uh, or one of them? Uh, um, uh, you'll never take uh, my freedom. Yeah, by Braveheart. Braveheart. Yeah. Braveheart's uh, great. Braveheart. Good time, you know. Um, he gets a he gets. What his, was the uh, religious one? The um, Passion of the Christ? No. Uh, oh, he just directed that though. Just directed that wasn't okay. Yeah, he wasn't. Well, yeah, it's but, but didn't he got nominated for that? Oh yeah, he did. He got nominated for uh, Hacksaw Ridge as, as well. Yes, right. Another yeah. great film. See, when he's behind the camera, oh, he's a great, great. director. And that, and that and that Santa thing he did a few years ago, I thought was great. Where he's like Santa hiding out in the the wilderness of Alaska or wherever it is. He was the best part. He was really good in it. Yeah. Yeah, I liked. I like him in a lot of weird stuff, but um, yeah. I just wish he wasn't such an ass sometimes. Yeah, yeah, Fat Man. That's it. Thank you, TV's Travis. Oh, yeah, yeah, Fat, Fat Man. Man. Fat Man was surprisingly good. Yeah. So I mean, uh, I like. I like the idea of uh, sacking Venom, and I like the idea of sacking. Um, somebody threw out one that I was like, "Oh, that would be a great one to to sack as well." Shoot, and it's gone. Um, I can't think of it either. Was it uh, not Ransom? Ransom's okay. No, but there was one that we that we just oh you know because it was only in my head. Uh, Baby Driver is now on Peacock, and I think I think uh, it's worth a sack. I'll, I still haven't seen it. I'd love to see it. Let's do it. Yeah, I mean we you know we if we can deal with the Gibson problem, we can deal with the uh, the ass hat known as, as Kevin <laughs> Kevin Spacey. Yeah, hell yeah. Yeah, Kevin Spacey. Yeah. All right. Well, what are we going to do with this ass hat right here? And now welcome oh. Stephen to the show. <laughs> He's a huge freaking nerd. Dollar dollar bills, y'all. Just kidding. I don't think he's an ass hat. He's a, he's a cool hat. He's a cool hat jack. And <laughs> he's his, a cool hat with a cool guy in it. That's right. <laughs> Only cool guys underneath his, his hats. Anyway, it's Steven Schleicher from Majorspoilers.com. Hello. Hi, Brian. How are you today? <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Steven. It's so good to hear from you. <laughs> oh, man. I just love hanging out with Brian. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> Never calls you an asshat. That's why I get it. Uh. Hey, I heard I heard your hometown the other day getting talked about on um, I think it was Bill Burr's podcast or somebody like that. They were talking about how time? they loved performing there, but they hated oh, yeah, yeah. they hated driving there. They hated it. Yeah, because of how there's nothing. Is it really like that? Like, is that nothing? Just you know. I mean, have you ever been on the um, east half of Colorado? Briefly. Um, yeah, it's like that. It's like yeah. the, okay. from Denver to like Salina slash Kansas City. <laughs> it's the, it's the same. Okay. Yeah. All right. It's, well, it's, it's all the front range high plains. I got all, all self defensive because I was like, 
Stephen lives there. You can't talk shit about no, Stephen. No, he's not wrong. He's yeah. not wrong. All right. Well, as long as you're okay with it, then I'm fine. I mean, I've got the internet, so the world can come to me. <laughs> what do you need exactly? What do you need? Uh, what do you need that to leave actually, the house for? That mm. was actually the question when I um, was interviewed back in twenty two thousand, I guess two two thousand and two, uh, to come back to Hayes. They were like, "You're living in California. Um, are you sure you're going to be able to do?" handle haze hmm. and like yeah you got the internet and the cable television i i can have everything come to me i don't yeah. you know everything else is fine what else do you so. need but, but those two things exactly well, you know <laughs> hot and cold running water uh, sewage system you know, going yeah, out to that. the main city pipe let's see uh that's about it what else do you need <laughs> what else do you need? Well, you're here, and that means we get to talk about some nerd stuff. And uh, since so much happens over on your side about comic books, about film, about uh, all those connected bits of tissue, I noticed something over the weekend. For some reason, Cobra Commander was trending on social media networks, including Twitter yes. slash X uh, and all these other places. And I thought, what the hell is going on here? Is Cobra Commander coming to t- kill us all? Um, <laughs> no, you actually know the answer to this. What is actually happening with Cobra Commander right now? Yeah, so last week, Cobra Commander number one dropped from Skybound Entertainment. This is the technically fourth or fifth book from Skybound Entertainment in their new Energon or Energon universe, whatever you call the stuff that Transformers power supply stuff is, Energon. <laughs> um, yeah. So here, here, here's the thing. Uh, back in 2021, Two, uh, IDW lost the rights to, uh, or Hasbro decided not to renew the rights to Transformers, GI Joe, and maybe one other property, and no one knew where those things were going to go to. And then finally, it was uh, re- announced in June of last year uh, that uh, with the release of Void Saga Number One, that Transformers and GI Joe had moved over to Skybound Entertainment, which is Robert Kirkman's uh, joint. Uh, that is an technically an imprint of uh, image comics but in void saga or i'm sorry not void saga void rivals it's revealed that these two warring factions suddenly uh, are being played by the transformers you know the the transformers are using them against their will and and so then that leads into this greater storyline of the transformers come to earth and so then obviously gi joe is getting involved in that larry hama continues the series from idw and marvel so he's uh been doing that for a while and then uh to really kind of dive into the backstory of how gi joe and the transformers are so intertwined with one another they've got two miniseries duke uh, which of course follows uh, gi joe's duke uh, that launched last month and that's a four or five issue miniseries and then last week we get to see kind of the origin story of cobra commander um in another four or five part miniseries. And it's great because you learned that he was this outsider that came into Cobra law and he kind of was dealing with technology that they weren't supposed to be dealing with. And there was an uprising and he tried to take over and, uh, you know, gets the scarred face. So we know why he has to wear the mirrored mask and everything. Oh, I was going to ask you if we've ever seen him with the mask off. Have we? We don't see him with the mask off in, I mean, we do see him, but we don't see his normal face. Mm. We, he's wearing a mask when he's in Cobra law and um, then there's an uprising and a bomb goes off and it scars his face. And Golobulus is like, I'm going to revive you so that you can uh, so I can watch you die. And then Cobra Commander is like, no, listen, I've got this uh, idea on how we can use this technology for us to take over the world. 
And so then yeah. he gets his mirrored, here's mirrored dome and he's starting to walk the earth at the beginning of the series. And we find out, and this is the big, this was probably the biggest reveal and probably why Cobra Commander was trending is that ever since Void Rivals dropped, uh, people have been, and the, and the Transformers showed up, Starscream is the big villain in the Void Rivals. Mm. And everyone's been like, okay, so where's Megatron? Oh no. Well, for hundreds of years, I guess, Cobra Commander has been, uh, has held Megatron captive and has been uh, using him to advance the Cobra technology. Oh no. Oh, that's bad so news. That was that was the big surprise at the end of Cobra Commander number one. But if you if you want to, uh, it's uh, I think it's Joshua Williamson is the uh, is the writer on this. He really is diving into some GI Joe lore, especially in Transformers lore, going back to the GI Joe movie and the Transformers movie from the uh, 1980s. So if you're like, what the hell is a Cobra law or what is Globulus and what of all, all of this stuff, then you should pick up Cobra Commander. You it's know what I- a little violent. Uh huh. I'm down with um, that. Down with that. Let's do it. No problem. But I think, but I think it's, I think it's good violence. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like you, know. you expect Cobra Commander to not hold back, right? I mean, uh, unfortunately, the this is why I was never a fan of GI Joe back in the day is because parachutes kept opening up every time a, a plane blew up, mm-hmm. and I was like, nah, it, these people need to die. <laughs> um, <laughs> I mean, yeah. yeah. Uh, and so, yeah, here, uh, Cobra Commander is really exerting his power and you really get a sense for kind of not, I'm not trying to make him a, he's not a sympathetic character. He is a bad guy that you want to boo and hiss at every time you see him on the page. Yeah. Yeah, of course he is. Now, let me ask you this, though. Um, yeah. God, I got to text Metzen later. He loved, he, these two properties are some of his favorites. He even wrote some, yeah. some Transformers comics once. He loves G.I. Joe. I'll bet he's losing his shit. I haven't talked to him in a couple it, of weeks. I got the whole thing. I mean, Robert Kirkman is he is smart when it comes to let's get people excited about comics. Yeah, because like everyone is like void rivals, void rivals. Here's these two intergalactic uh, species fighting with one another. And people are like, well, OK, and then Robert Kirkman joined. And then everyone who picked up void rivals, number one, gets to the last page. And you're like, holy crap, is that Starscream? And then everyone's like, holy crap, this is a Transformers book. Mm-hmm. And uh, so that instantly becomes a huge collectible. And it's probably going to be worth, you know, $500 for the first issue, that kind of stuff. So what he did with Cobra Commander and everyone's like, OK, now we, we've seen Duke's point of view. Now let's get Cobra Commander's point of view. And then you drop Megatron, which, again, for six months, people have been like, where's Megatron? And uh, it's brilliant. It's just brilliant. And there's no marketing that has come out ahead of this, right? Yeah, I didn't, like, heard, I didn't hear about it until you said something. I saw this trending. So Yeah, here's Cobra Commander number one coming out in, in January, and it's uh, Cobra Commander's point of view. No mention so of it. So any, uh, any Autobots or, you know, Optimus Yeah, Prime yeah, there's or? Auto. Yeah, Auto, uh, in Void Rivals and in the Transformers series, because there is a Transformers series yeah. uh, going along at the same time. Yeah, Optimus Prime is there, and he's trying to save earth and uh, and everybody uh and of course gi joe is very interested in the energy cubes that drive everybody and seeing how they can exploit it in the same way with cobra commander uh so yeah this is going to be this is going to be a pr- this is a big universe that they have created through these five or six different titles mm. and uh if people haven't heard about this until now oh man you've got about uh, six months worth of reading to catch up on mm. All right. Well, you got me super peaked. I like both those these things. I watched them all as a kid, and I would be uh, yeah, remiss I would if say I skipped if, it. If you are a fan of the 80s stuff, then you should probably pick up all this stuff that's coming out of Skybound right now. Okay. Well, sign me up. I'm doing it. I guess I just go buy the comics. That's how I get it. 
yeah, go buy the comics. Get yeah. them on Comixology. Well, not Comixology, but uh, Kindle Services now is what it is. Or whatever uh, so it get is. Get it on, on Amazon, yeah. yeah. If I launch that Comixology app, does it just tell me to go to the Kindle app now? or, or? It'll say, yeah. Um, I th- well, I haven't opened it up that in a while. It bums me I think, out, it, I think it does want you to open up your Kindle app, which I don't really have a problem with because the experience is still the same. It's just that sometimes I don't want my textbooks mixed up with my comic books yeah right yeah right. that's and they mix them up like crazy then none of the default listings are very good at saying here's your comics here's your books mm-hmm. and i spent a lot of time in that kindle app and on a kindle itself and i don't like how the comics get mixed into the kindle view because i'm not going to read one of those on my e-paper thing i'm not going to yeah. do that i'm going to go get that on a tablet anyway yeah. whatever yeah. amazon yeah. get your shit together uh, well, considering oh. most of the people who uh, founded Comixology no longer work there, yeah, uh, yeah. Are on. they doing anything else? Or are they like happy to just yeah? Go retire? So uh, Chip Mosier uh, is now running a digital comic company called Distillery, mm-hmm. and it they just launched. I want to say in November, and they've got some cool cool titles coming out both digitally and in print format. And what they're doing is they're printing in magazine format instead of comic book format. Uh, so your comics are actually a little bigger and harken back to those uh, black and white comics from the seventies, your heavy metals and your vampirillas and those ooh, kinds of things. So ooh, I like that. Looking yeah. forward to getting my hands on a print copy of some of that stuff. Uh, DSTR, sorry, DSTLRY is how they spell distillery. Of course they do. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> they got some big names in here. Scott Snyder's doing stuff. Lack of vowels of the future. Uh, I mean, Here's they put, Titan. they put Snyder right up top. Cause that's probably the biggest name. Well, they got yeah. jock. I love jo- jocks work. Yeah, um, they've, got, they've got big names. I mean, I think the Ram V is over there. Yeah. Uh, Mark Bernardin, uh, some people may know from uh, the uh, Fat Man on Batman with Kevin Smith uh, stuff. He's <laughs> he's a big writer, uh, but he's been doing a lot of stuff there as well. So, yeah, they've, they're really good at bringing in some some big talent uh, for the launch of this. Now, and is there an app? Is it, there already an app or we're waiting for that? I right believe now? there is an app already available. OK, so I'm down, dude. Yeah. Check that out. OK. Uh, let's also quickly talk about the new Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles comic book reboot. Uh, yeah, we also I, should mention that Ultimate Spider-Man number one, but let's talk about the, the Turtles for a minute. What's going on there? Yeah, so I think there was maybe a little bit of miscommunication from IDW's part. Uh, they had announced like three weeks ago, four weeks ago, that, hey, we have renewed our licensing agreement to continue to publish Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle comics. Mm-hmm. And we've got a lot of great stuff coming up. And then a week later, they're like, hey, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles is ending with issue 150. And then they just kind of left it at that. And everyone's like, oh, no, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles is going away. And that's the total opposite of what I think IDW Publishing intended. Because then a few days later, they announced, hey, Jason Aaron, who many people know from a lot of – he's done a lot of stuff over at Marvel. He just did a Avengers series, which was pretty cool. But he's he's worked on, like, every big property at uh, Marvel Comics, also DC Image, uh, DC Comics. He did Scalped for people who are fans of that series. They announced last week that he would be writing the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles with a new issue number one that debuts, I want to say, in April or May. So they are kicking that off uh, fairly soon in a couple months. The one thing they haven't announced is who is the artist, and that is supposed to happen today. It may have already happened. I know IGN is supposed to have the exclusive on this, but I have checked a couple of times on their site, and I have yet to see anything Mm. uh, about that. But uh, IDW has been teasing that uh, all last week about who's the artist joining Jason Aaron. So this could be really interesting because Jason Aaron does have an interesting take, I think, on superheroes. And there are times where he 
takes the concept of a superhero and deviates from the expected tropes. Yeah. And I think that's that's really appreciated. So to see what he's going to do with Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, I'm kind of excited about that. Yeah, I am too. I like the turtles. Bring on more. Who doesn't? Yeah, we're keeping it all in the 80s here. Yeah, so. and that new movie from yeah, last year is really good. Ago. Like, yeah, just keep it coming. Yeah. Keep keep doing yeah, yeah. takes on it and make stuff for kids, make stuff for adults. Like, there's nothing wrong with the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. All right? No, they're awesome. Uh, also, nothing so this like this Ultimate Spider-Man number one, this will be of great interest to Brian, I assume. Um, how's that yeah. looking? What's going on there? Yeah. Okay, so they brought back the Ultimate Universe, and it's very kind of crazy because in the Ultimate Universe, Reed Richards went kind of crazy, and he destroyed the multiverse, essentially, Uh, but it's back. And in the in in, in the way that form, so Reed Richards prevented Peter Parker from ever being bitten by the spider. Well, mm. now that the Ultimate Universe is back and there just was like a five or six issue miniseries, uh, uh, um, what is it? I think it was just called Ultimate. I can't remember what the exact title was, uh, but that kind of reintroduced the world to the Ultimate Universe where everyone is like, something's wrong here. Something's not quite right. And so Ultimate Universe, we meet Peter Parker had he never been bitten by the spider and what his life is like. He's married. He's got kids. Uncle Ben is alive. So and, it's what if, basically, you know, yeah, very, much, never been, you very, know. very much so. And then at the end of the issue, he gets a mysterious uh, a hologram that says, hey, you were supposed to become a superhero. Do you want to do it? I can make it happen. <laughs> and uh, and so now we're going to see what does a 35 year old uh, Peter Parker do when he gets his spider powers. And uh, he still has to deal with being a parent and, and dealing with, uh, well, spoiler alert, Uncle Ben is in charge of the Daily Bugle, mm. uh, not J. Jonah Jameson. <laughs> so how is that going to play out? Uh, and people just, I was just like, eh, do we really need to bring back the yeah. Ultimate Universe? Yeah. But apparently everyone jumped on this thing. So if you're looking to get a physical copy of Ultimate Spider-Man number one, good luck. I have mm. seen prices go anywhere from 25 bucks for a first issue all the way up to seven hundred dollars oh, uh, really? i think on ebay there was one for the newest ultimate for the newest ultimate spider because I, I actually have the original ultimate yeah, me too. spider-man number one yeah yeah me too yeah. good yeah. gracious seven hundred dollars yeah. for a new comic Jeez, for a brand new comic yeah, yeah that's now, okay that being said <laughs> you'll check be all right with your local comic shop check <laughs> with your local comic shop because i'm betting most of them have probably marked it up to about 10 or 15 bucks Mm-hmm. Uh, which is to be expected if there's demand. I also suspect that Marvel will do a second printing within the next month. So if your store doesn't have one, just say, hey, pull a copy for me. Uh, issue number two comes out in February, and we've got a sneak peek over at Majorspoilers.com today. Mm. Uh, so you can go and check that out. Uh, and so, yeah, it's it's very interesting. It's it's uh, it, it is got some really interesting art in the way that they're coloring it, I think. Hmm. And uh, it is by uh, Jonathan Hickman. Uh, so oh, I like who Hickman. are fans of Jonathan oh, Hickman. Yeah. yeah, definitely want to go pick up Ultimate Spider-Man number two. Interesting. Okay. Um, one final note about that: um, he has a goatee in this one, or no? Because in the the previous run toward the end, he had a goatee. Peter, yeah, did. no, he does not. He does. Oh. Not. He's got a beard. He's got a full on beard. Oh, full beard. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. All right. Peter Which Parker. I could be wearing my my does whatever a spider can t-shirt. Oh, nice. Yeah. Show us your boobs. Sure. I'm going to throw you some beads exactly. now. Yeah. <laughs> throw me some beads yep. and uh and buy me a hurricane. Oh, that's coming up. Everybody be careful out there for Mardi Gras. Oh, right? that's right. Yeah, no kidding. Right. My sister-in-law is about to 
go back to Mississippi and she's in a parade. And I said, do you have, do you, are you the one having to show your boobs <laughs> or are you the one throwing beads to have? And she goes, I'm doing it for a parade for a bunch of kids. So no one's showing anyone. Their yeah, boobs. exactly. Come on now. She made a good point. Stephen, talking to you is always a pleasure. Is there anything else yeah. going on in the uh, network over there you'd like people to know about? Uh, no, I think everything's good. Uh, people, please come over to Majorspoilers.com. We've got a lot of really cool stuff. If you want to know more about all these comic books that we're talking about, if you're looking for new comic book recommendations, certainly check out the Major Spoilers podcast. But until the next time I appear, stay hydrated, everyone. Do it! Do it! All right. Mm-hmm. Always good to talk to Stephen. <laughs> you know, I do. You, you do... I tease you a lot about how you boil things down. Like, uh, you know, Angel Heart is just about Lisa Bonet and yeah. a shotgun. Yeah. And this is just about that. But your Mardi Gras inference <laughs> is pretty spot on. It is boobs and beads. and uh, That's all it is, man. Know, 80% boobs and beads, 20% yeah. uh, Fat Tuesday. Yeah, and the rest of it is drinking to, to the point that you don't remember any of it. That's right. I can't wait till we get the correction email from Before Tank Girl. I'm looking forward to it. Oh, it'll be great. And look, uh, living around a bunch of Southern people, my wife included, I'm sure I'll get corrected by them as well. That's right. Throw me the beads. I'll show you the boobs. That's right. (laughs) Perfect use case. Um, All right. We got a couple of quick things. One, uh, so on the weekly now, the core team, uh, myself, Bo Schwartz, and John Jagger are playing multiplayer games on Tuesdays. And uh, tomorrow's no different. So tomorrow at noon Mountain. We'll be playing here on the live channels, all of it, frogpants.tv, if you're trying to pick your poison. Uh, That includes Twitch, YouTube, Twitter, wherever you want to watch it, we're doing it. And uh, tomorrow, I think we're going to play, oh, yeah, the new Sea of Thieves update is supposed to be insane, so we're going to give that a shot uh, and play that together. So do check that out. Also, uh, a quick text about football records. Uh, This came from, did we get a name? No, sorry, no name on this guy, one, but it's a text. The guy who emailed us about the uh, the correction about Mount Kenya being the highest point in the uh, country of Kenya. Oh, same guy. You're right. Because oh yeah, and he even mentions it. Okay, so here's what he says: Dear Sherpa, boots and backpack. Your boots and backpack, I guess. Right. I guess. Well, I think Brian Dunaway. Brian Dunaway and I are boots and backpack. One is Brian, one is boots, one is backpack. Got it. Oh, that makes sense because he was part of that. Anyway, He's I enjoyed cool. listening to you gr- uh, graciously indulge my smart aleck observations about Kilimanjaro <laughs> and Kenya before the 2578 half asses game. Oh, I have yeah. a smart ass correction to 2578's half asses sports question. Question. I am pretty yeah. sure that the hand of God, unquote, was not a controversial college play, as Mr. Ibbett said. Mr. Ibbett. I love that. Mr. Ibbett. Sure. I'm boots or backpack at one moment, and yeah. then I'm Mr. Ibbett the next moment. I feel Fine, like I whatever. need to ask you for a hall pass so I can go pee during class or something. But anyway, uh, it says, but was from the World Cup football. Strangely, this also happened while I lived in Kenya in the 1980s, and it had something to do with the Argentinian Maradona. 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 Yeah, Maradona. Maradona. Getting away with scoring a goal with his hand. I have fondness for the foolishness, though. And then no name. Uh, He's absolutely correct. 100% correct. Yeah, it was. uh, So often when I get those half-asses questions, when there's like, which three of these are this? A lot of times the other three will be also the same thing. Like, which are three words for hats, you know, for different kinds of hats? And then the other three were 
words from Alice in Wonderland or something. Gotcha. Um, the other two were college plays, and the third one, I just like basically, I just was going through the thing so fast, I didn't even read it clearly. So he's he's one hundred percent correct. It's world uh, hand of God is from World Cup football. Thank you for the correction. If you guys have corrections. Uh, you want to send them in? Keep it to yourself. Exactly. <laughs> Keep it to yourself and never bring it up again. Exactly. Or you can eat, or you can text us at 801-471-0462 yeah, if you want to. It's up to you. I guess. You can I email guess. us to themorningstream at gmail.com. <laughs> and then real quick before we get out of here, I'm looking at your album that you have next to you today. Yeah. Yeah. I need to try to guess this because I don't know what this is. So. You're never going to guess this. This is not an album that you'd recognize. This is an album that is um, was sent to me by uh, discriminateaudio.com. And uh, it's by a band called Unborn Ghost. And uh, the thing. album is called uh, Errors of Contempt and Derision. Um, just gotta see they the sent cover. me Digital Code 2, which is why I, uh, why I haven't even taken the plastic off this thing. I just really like the album cover. Yeah. I think it's really cool. Is she okay? <laughs> why is she so upset, our Rainbow Lady? Um, she, uh, well, she's, she's the, the, re- the all-female reboot of Casino Royale. <laughs> uh, she's the Mads Mikkelsen character. Oh, and, uh, she can't help but, but bleed she out of her eye. She can't help but cry, cry blood. Yes, mm. exactly. Is she going to hit um, me with so, a little bag under an empty a chair with a hole in it? Is she going to do is, that? She is. Exactly. Damn it. So, uh, yeah, they send me a bunch of albums and CDs, and um, <laughs> I've been listening to them, going through them, and, and it's like, oh, this one's kind of got the vibe we're looking for for TMS. Some of these some of these are a little out there. There's a there's a song on this album called, well, if you spell out, go F yourself. <laughs> yeah, but say it out the full way. Got anyway, it. uh, it's... Uh, uh, it's, I really like the artwork. Yeah, so it's really up. cool. I do need to. I do need to change it out. I've had that up for a couple of weeks. Now. It's striking. I don't know why I didn't notice yeah. it before, but yeah. man. Um, real quick here, I was just gonna make a comment about. Oh, we did that. We do that same reduction thing with uh, Casino Royale. We always, we always <laughs> reduce it to that. It's scene. either that or the chair with no bottom. Yeah, uh, yeah. That whole, the whole Mads Mikkelsen connection to that movie. Yes. That's all that movie you is know, to us. No, no, you know nothing about Ava Green and and uh, no. and Vesper Lynn and that whole thing and how it's really a two parter with Quantum of Solace and mm-hmm. you need to watch the two together as one movie. Yeah, but uh, but I digress. Yeah. Yeah. Or that awesome intro song by uh, Chris Cornell. I freaking love it. Yes. Yeah. One of my faves. So good. Mm -hmm. Uh, All right. That's it. We're out of here. Big thanks to everybody for listening. If you'd like any questions answered as to where to go, what to do, what to click, how to do it, uh, you can find it all at frogpants.com slash TMS. We'll get out of here with some music because music is what makes the heart grow fonder. Uh, it also soothes the savage soul. Oh, that's right. Actually, yours is correct. Mine is mixed up with a whole other song. <laughs> yours is uh, absence, but uh, yeah, well done. Yeah, uh, uh, Brian. Hey, why don't you play a song? I don't know. I don't know who you absence got. Absence makes the heart grow softer. Um, <laughs> greetings, program says TJ from Memphis. Uh, today, I start an exciting new opportunity at work on the iCloud team. That's awesome. He's going to get just uh, synced up with the cloud. Ooh, send us upgrades. Um, free upgrades. Yeah, free. Free uh, Apple Premiere Plus, whatever it's called, uh, the the monthly. Um, This actually is from earlier this month. I'm just now getting to it. So he's been at the iCloud team now for about two weeks. Nice. It's certainly the largest single thing I've ever worked on. I started out many years ago just asking asking the elderly, did you try turning it off and back on again? But now I'm there. (laughs) I'm nervous and excited about this opportunity. I've requested a song that I've loved ever since the first time I've heard it. It's the song I whistle while I work that cheers me up after a rough one. And it's just a jolly little tune for the whole family. Dear Martha, it is with much affection and admiration that I write to you about this program, though. Oh, man. Here. Here's a little of this. 
There you go. I just thought, you thought you deserved a little of the actual Dear Martha music. Well, thanks. thanks. I, I introed it many, many moons ago. Uh, <laughs> anyway. So, yeah, TJ, uh, first off, hope you're still loving working on the iCloud team. That's awesome. Uh, and uh, congrats on the on the, the change, the move up. Um, all right. Uh, this is his request. It's a cover of Udi Lali from uh, the Disney Robin Hood. This one performed by Los Lobos from their 2009 album, Los Lobos Goes Disney. The whole album's great, but the fact that they went in and really deep dived into this Robin Hood song is even better. Los Lobos covering uh, Disney and Robin Hood with Udi Lali. Robin Hood and Little John walking through the forest Laughing back and forth and what the other one has to say Reminiscing this and that and having such a good time Oodle-lolly, oodle-lolly, golly what a day Never ever thinking there was danger in the water They were drinking, they just guzzled it down Never dreaming that a scheming sheriff and his posse was a watching them and gathering around. Robin Hood and Little John running through the forest, jumping fences, dodging trees, and trying to get away. Contemplating nothing but escaping, finally making it. Oodle-lolly, oodle-lolly, golly, what a day! Observing the increasingly bizarre hallucinations, 
before he regained consciousness. He then incorporated his visions into his art. It's rumored that Thomas Edison did the same, but with a fist of ball bearings and aluminum plates on the floor directly below. These are examples of hypnagogia, the transition state between wakefulness and sleep, which results in a distorted perception of space and time, fluid idea association, and involuntary imagined sensory stimulation. You'll have to let us know which technique you both will be using, key or ball bearings. Love the show, though. Terry Z. Hello, Mr. Johnson. This is Hootie42 with your uh, Salt Lake Area Commute Report. Uh, for me, I drive Springville to Sandy, and it's about 35 minutes if there's no accidents on the stupid freeway. Um, most of the other people I work with are similar, although one insane person has a two-hour commute each way, uh, but we only have to come in two days a week. Um, also, just going to mention... If you are going to the airport, you can park at the front runner stations, I know for sure, for at least a week, possibly two. Uh, but if you're still going to do long-term parking, go to a place called The Parking Spot, not the Salt Lake Airport parking. The parking spot is fantastic. They're cheaper than the airport, and they pick you up from your car, drop you back off at your car after they pick you up from when you get back, uh, rather than the... Salt Lake Airport long-term parking shuttle that slowly meanders through the gargantuan parking lot and might someday eventually get somewhere within spitting distance of hopefully a car that might or might not be yours. So anyway, have a great one. See you guys later. Bye. Hey, Scott and Brian. It's Michael from Edmonton listening to TMS episode 2579 on Tuesday. I'm actually driving to work on Monday, uh, Wednesday morning. You guys are talking about commutes in the U.S. and everything. I just want to share, uh, in Edmonton here, I, I drive 35 minutes, and I'll, I'll do our, our, our wonderful conversion for you. I'm doing about 70 miles an hour for about 35 minutes. That's my morning commute, and it's longer on the way home. But talking about temperature right now, and I'll convert for you guys as well, about four or five days ago, it would be zero, which is like, no, sorry, that'd be 32 Fahrenheit for you guys. Well, I woke up this morning, and it's, converted about minus 23 Fahrenheit, and uh, that's only been about five days. How do you like them apples, buddy? Get more at frogpants.com. What do you say we cut the chit-chat a-hole?